What's up, everybody? This is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 81 of the NeuroEdge podcast. The name of today's episode is 21 Ways to Boost Your BDNF. And if you don't know what BDNF means, that stands for Brain-Derived Neurotrophic Factor. Wanted to make sure I said that right. I say it all the time, BDNF, but I wanted to make sure I got the NF part of it right. Brain-Derived Neurotrophic Factor. And BDNF, as I will refer to it henceforth, is like miracle grow for your brain. So it's basically a chemical in our brain that allows for better cognitive performance, better body function, all of these different things. And what I want to dive into today is 21 ways that we can boost this chemical in our brain in order to have higher cognitive function and also better overall brain function. One of the main reasons I do this podcast is I truly believe if we control our mind and we control our brain, we're going to make better decisions. We're going to make healthier decisions. We're going to have better habits. We're going to have a better overall life in general. And one of the ways to do that is to increase levels of BDNF and everything that we do. So that being said, I wanted to go into some ways that we can boost it today. I'm going to talk about some diet tips. I'm going to talk about some exercise tips. I'm going to talk about uh, some different supplements that you can take that are all all going to help in uh, contribution to increasing BDNF in your brain to help you live a happier, healthier, more fulfilled, more exciting life because that's what we're all here for, right? So as always... Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are a listener of this episode, I just have this overwhelming sense of gratitude today to say thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about ways to help improve your life as I try to improve my life and hopefully you're trying to improve yours. So as we transition into the fall of this year, the weather's starting to get a little bit colder and I've just been thinking about kind of this year where I want to go between now and the end of the year. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening. And also, if this type of content resonates with you, hop on over to our free Facebook group. That group is now named the Enlightened Masculine Fellowship. You can click the link in the description of the video or the podcast, wherever you're listening or watching, and see if you would be a good fit for our community. We're growing really fast right now. We've got some members in there doing some really cool stuff. And it's more just to have a one-on-one interactive platform with other like-minded people that are interested in furthering their health, furthering their mindset, their physical body, and their soul. So head on over, check that out if you think you would resonate and just want to connect and network with other like-minded people that are also listening to my content and then also the type of content out there that is focused on self-improvement. So That being said, let's get into BDNF and kind of talk about what it is first before I talk about the waves. So BDNF, as I said, is called brain-derived neurotrophic factor. It's incredible protein that supercharges your brain. It's one of the most important molecules for keeping you mentally sharp through all stages of your life. The problem with BDNF is that as we age, it tends to decline. And what can also make it decline is chronic stress, as we see a lot of eating too many processed foods, depression, anxiety. So again, very rampant things in our world today that are causing problems. Uh, So many people are 
at risk for having low levels of BDNF. So what I'm going to talk about today, different supplements, lifestyle choices, diet tips, everything we can do to increase it. So uh, basically, what does BDNF do? So I want to kind of break down a few different things that this protein does in our brain. So one, it promotes neurogenesis. So it's one of the few compounds known that can stimulate the production of new brain cells. And doing so, it helps maintain healthy nervous tissue in the brain. So our brain is actually living and it's, sometimes it's weird because our brain creates our thoughts and our mind is our thoughts, but our brain is an organism and it's an organ in our body that is functioning. And when we have BDNF, we can simulate production of actual new brain cells in our brain. So that is real, that is tangible. So think about that as we're going through these things. Enhances learning and memory. So by promoting brain plasticity, BDNF may increase your capacity to learn new skills and improve your memory, which again, is just gonna make you have a higher quality of life overall. Number three, it prevents brain-related disease. Again, Alzheimer's dementia is something that is critically on the rise right now, and BDNF helps grow and maintain healthy brain cells. It also plays a big role in the prevention of neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's or Parkinson's and helps keep your brain young. As someone that played football for many years a lot of my life, I am definitely on guard against that because I want to make sure as I age that I am always developing new brain cells, new brain tissue, to make sure that my brain has this plasticity and is always able to learn and process and acquire new skills. Also, it improves your mood. So scientists have found that brain-derived neurotrophic factor is low in people with mood disorders like depression and anxiety. So most scientists right now think that it will help improve our mood, which as I go through these things, you're gonna see that a lot of these will have benefits on your overall mood. And lastly, it's going to enhance sleep. So some evidence suggests that BDNF can help get more deep and restorative sleep, which can improve your cognitive function and overall health. And I think I probably talk about something related to sleep at least once in every episode. But again, this is going to be another critical reason we want to make sure our BDNF levels are elevated and we are getting that going through our brain. So let's get into it. The 21 ways. The first one, and what I'm gonna do is go through some supplements, and these are gonna be low-level things, most of the most of which you can buy at the store, relatively inexpensive. So wanted to talk about these supplements and kind of go through the benefits. So number one is going to be coffee fruit extract. And I've never actually never tried this, but I'm definitely going to look after look into it after reading this. But coffee fruit is a red fruit that surrounds coffee beans while they grow on the plant. So research suggests that coffee fruit extract is one of the most powerful supplement supplements to boost your levels of BDF. One study published in the Journal of Food and Nutrition Scientists, Sciences found that 100 milligrams of coffee fruit extract increased levels of BDNF in the blood by almost 200% within 60 minutes of consumption. So think about that. You're, take your base levels of BDNF and increase those by 200% within 60 minutes of consumption of supplementing with coffee fruit extract. Another study echoed the same findings and discovered that those who consume coffee fruit extract experienced a 143% increase in their blood values of BDNF. So bottom line, evidence clearly suggests that coffee fruit extract can supplement and boost BDNF levels by up to 200%. So going to be hugely effective. And again, it's just a supplement that you have to take. It's not requiring any sort of habit change or anything like that, which we will get to later. 
Number two, lion's mane. So I actually took some lion's mane this morning after I got back from the gym. But lion's mane is in a large edible mushroom that is famous for its white shaggy appearance and is also known as one of the best nootropics. And I can attest to this. I take lion's mane pretty much every day. And I love how you feel with lion's mane because it gives you this cognitive boost of focus and energy, but it is not jittery and it is not all up front like you may get from something like coffee. Uh, but studies have found that lion's mane can improve your mood and boost BNF, stimulate the growth, growth and, and generation of new neurons, enhance your memory, and make you overall healthier. So if you're looking to increase your BDNF and overall brain function, adding high-quality lion's mane powder uh, definitely is something that could help. Also, I will throw in the caveat, try to get organic if you can. I know a lot of the lion's mane out there is not organic, so that's one thing I try to make sure I do. Uh, the brand I get is called um, Host Defense. I think it's Paul Stamate's brand. Uh, really good stuff. Number three is polyphenols. So polyphenols are uh, powerful antioxidant found in plants. They're in high, high in superfood like berries, cocoa, cloves, peppermint, and flax seeds. And among their benefits, studies indicate that polyphenols can raise levels of BDNF, among other things. So one animal study, scientists isolated the polyphenols from olives and found that the consumption of these polyphenols increased the amount of BDF in the hippocampus of the brain, region associated with the formation of new memories and learning. So again, the new memories, the new the ability to have better memory, the ability to learn better, we're all seeing as having being a result of elevated levels of BDNF. Um, it's just not limited to animal studies. Clinical research also found that uh, polyphenol-rich grape and seed extracts increased blood levels of BDNF by 30%. So if you want to increase levels of BDNF, think about these foods with a lot of polyphenols. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the carnivore world right now talking about uh, polyphenols as possibly being damaging. But for the most part, um, it has been shown to actually elevate levels of BDNF. So number four is going to be omega-3 fatty acids. I've talked about this all the time, but basically uh, omega-3s are critical for your health and making sure that you're in diet. Also critical to make sure that your omega-3 to omega-6 fatty acid ratio is in balance because a lot of the foods that we eat are very high in omega-6 fatty acids. So you want to make sure you eliminate those from your diet. But omega-3 fatty acids can improve mental health and fight depression, which are in Intimately tied to your BDNF levels, animals and human studies have shown that omega-3 supplementation can normalize levels of BDF in the brain, improve cognition, improve brain elasticity and plasticity, and protect the brain from oxidative damage, which we get a lot of now because of all the toxins that are in the environment. So obesity is suggested to downregulate BDNF gene expression, and omega-3 fatty acids have been shown to help reduce obesity, so chain reaction there. Um, so basically, just make sure you are getting enough omega-3 fatty acids, which are going to come from healthy fats, fish oil, clean fish oil, salmon, grass-fed beef, um, basically anything that's not a omega-6 fatty acid, but things that are clean fats, your avocado oils, your coconut oils, your olive oils. So. Number five is going to be CD, CBD oil. And again, I've talked about this before, um, but a few studies have found that CBD oil can increase BDNF expression and decrease inflammation. 
in the central region of the brain. Since inflammation is shown to decrease BDNF gene expression, it's possible that CD, CBD oil increases BDNF by decreasing inflammation in the brain. Another study also found that CBD could moderately reduce the symptoms of depression by elevating levels of BDNF. So I know CBD oil is good from an inflammation standpoint, but what actually that inflammation help can do is to increase levels of BDNF, which is going to make your mood better and make you feel better, which I thought was pretty cool. Number six is curcumin or turmeric. So a few studies indicate that uh, curcumin and turmeric can increase BDNF. One study found that supplementing curcumin exerted antidepressant actions and increased BDNF in the brain. Another study with rats found that curcumin could counteract the BDNF lowering effects of chronic stress, which could be a great choice if you are in a really stressful job or a really stressful situation right now. Turmeric can help offset some of that stress. For maximum absorption, just make sure you get a turmeric supplement that contains bioperine or get a mycelized curcumin supplement since bioperine can interact with many different medications. But you wanna make sure you get a pure form because some of the base turmeric that is just the food itself isn't as micronized and you need to get higher levels of it than you probably would in a supplement. Number seven is going to be vitamin B12. So scientists believe that vitamin B12 is an important cofactor involved in the actual production of BDNF. This could explain why vitamin B12 and omega-3 supplementation were found to increase BDNF and improve cognitive performance in rats. Another study proposed that B12 deficiencies play a role in reduced BDNF levels, and some people actually have genetic mutations that prevent them from making use of several B vitamins, so it's good to supplement with these, and whether you do or do not have the mutation, it's just good to supplement with them anyway. I take vitamins every day that contain a vitamin B12. Um, but basically, if you're getting your omega-3s, also make, your getting, make sure you're getting vitamin B12 as it can be actually a building block for BDNF. And then just a couple other supplements. I put these all under number eight. Um, just to run through them real quick, if you want to get these and supplement, I'm not going to go too much into them. Basically, know all of these help elevate levels of BDNF. So magnesium, taurine. I love taurine. I take that before my pre-workout or pre-workout. Uh, L-theanine, another great one, cordyceps mushroom, another mushroom supplement, and bacopa, which is a popular herb um, that has been shown to help with cognitive functioning, increasing BDNF. So those are a few bonus supplements if you want to go off the supplement deep end and really start getting into ways that you can help improve your brain and your cognitive function. Definitely check those out. So let's get into some of the lifestyle habits. Num moving on to number nine is exercise. So when we remove supplements from the consideration, exercise is most likely the single best way to improve and boost your BDNF. Um, there's a solid amount of research to support this as well. I could go into this for hours, um, but basically you want to make sure you're doing some form of high intensity exercise, whether that's weightlifting, whether that's high intensity interval training, high intensity repeat training, anything where you are pushing yourself to the brink of getting exhausted and doing it in an intense manner. Uh, it's not that low level steady state cardio is bad. However, uh, high intensity is going to be better. And especially from the mental standpoint, you're going to have much higher levels of BDNF. So probably the number one most important thing you can do on all this list. So I did want to include it. Number 10 is going to be mastering stress management. So 
no secret in today's world, we are bombarded with different things that cause us stress, whether it's environmental toxins, things going on at work, financial stress, all this stuff that's going on. One of the biggest things we can do and another reason that I started this podcast is so we can help manage stress. But chronic stress uh, can substantially lower BDNF. So acute or short-term stress, on the other hand, does not seem to have a negative effect on BDNF. But it's when we have this chronic, long stress over long periods of time, so weeks, months, years at a time, where we're in a job that's really stressful or anything like that, um, that is shown to decrease BDNF levels. So uh, if you are not finding a way to manage that, you're going to impair your ability to have elevated BDNF over a period of time. So make sure you are doing some form of stress management. Number 11, sun exposure. You gotta get in the sun and summer is ending now, but that doesn't mean that we still don't need to make sure that we're getting good sun exposure throughout the day. So scientists have discovered that sun exposure is directly correlated with how much BDNF your body has. Of course, if you live in a cold climate, this can be a huge challenge during the winter. Uh, but like I said, you still need to make sure that you're trying to, trying to go outside. Um, if you can't, supplementing with vitamin D may help, but even still, you want to try to make sure you get some sort of sun exposure. Number 12 is socialize. And this is one thing that I am guilty of myself. A lot of times I tend to bury myself in my work and don't do this, but for overall health and actually to perform better at your job, you need to make sure you socialize. Um, so if you want to keep BDNF levels as high as possible, spending time with friends, family, or loved ones is one of the most important factors. Specifically, evidence seems to suggest that social isolation decreases the levels of BDNF in the brain. And that's something I'll probably talk about in a, another episode coming up is just the health effects of loneliness, loneliness and how chronic that has become in our society. But anyway, one animal study, for example, found that socially isolated rats had a decreased ability to learn slower brain cell generation, and significantly lower BDNF levels in the brain. And that's in rats, which are social creatures, but probably not social on the level that humans are in terms of how important that is to our biology. So again, very important that you socialize and make sure that you're not engaged in chronic loneliness. Number 13 is Wim Hof breathing or really any sort of breath work. Um, there's some evidence that temporary hypoxia or oxygen deprivation can spike your BDNF levels. One of the best ways you can do this is with Wim Hof breathing, or I like to do four, seven, eight breathing. So you breathe in for four seconds, hold for seven seconds, and release for eight seconds. Um, but basically anything which is temporary hypoxia, which is just oxygen deprivation to the brain, can help stimulate this. Again, I probably think that's from the hormesis effect, where it's a little bit of a stretcher that actually is benefiting us in the long term. Number 14 is meditation. So much like exercise, a consistent meditation practice can also considerably boost BDNF. One study followed 38 people on a three-month yoga and meditation retreat. Wow, how refreshing does that sound? Uh, but the researchers found that participants experienced a notable increase in BDNF following the retreat. It's also uh, that this was discovered because of the effect that meditation has on stress and cortisol levels. Again, there's a bunch of studies out there to support this. And I know just from personal experience, I have been working on trying to meditate before I go to bed and how much better I sleep and how much more energized I am going into the next day when I do meditate. And I think there's something along with the meditation that is helping you wind down and ultimately helping with your BDNF. So again, kind of sounds cliche to say, but definitely try meditation. 
or some form of guided meditation. Number 15, getting quality sleep. So again, can't beat this dead horse enough, but sleep impairment and insomnia are associated with the decreased levels of BDNF. Interestingly enough, a study also found that partial sleep deprivation, on the other hand, can actually result in a spike of BDNF, which is interesting. Um, however, that means long-term, we need to make sure that we are giving getting good levels of sleep and doing other things like avoiding caffeine in the afternoons and making sure that we're not looking at screens before we go to bed. So number 16 is cold and heat therapy. I did a little bit of that this morning. I did sauna and then also went and jumped in a cold pool. But cold and heat therapy are rapidly becoming widely popular in the biohacking world. And uh, there's limited evidence to suggest that animals um, engage in cold and hot therapy through sauna or cold and hot water exposure. Um, have had elevated levels of BDNF. There's still a lot of research that needs to be done on this, but I definitely can tell that days that I do that, my brain is in the zone and locked in. Number 17 is supplementing with prebiotics. So prebiotics are specific types of dietary fiber that feed and support friendly bacteria in our gut. A lot of people talk about probiotics, but it's also important you have prebiotics. Uh, so these include foods like chicory root, dandelion greens, garlic, asparagus, or jicama. There's some evidence out there that suggests prebiotics can increase the amount of BDNF in the brain. Um, and it's also possible that this effect on BDNF because your microbiome can influence uh, BDNF function and expression. So again, it's very important that we prime our gut. I can talk about that for hours on different episodes, but please make sure you're doing everything you can to take care of your gut. Number 18 is fasting. This kind of goes hand in hand with the gut. And again, I won't beat this like a dead horse as I have on some other podcasts. But um, again, you want to make sure the fasting window is at least 16 to 18 hours before you are eating again to get the substantial benefit that you would from fasting. Um, but one of the ways that intermittent fasting produces its benefits is thing increasing the body's production of beta-hydroxybutyrate, a compound used as an energy source by the brain when blood sugar levels are low. A large scientific review revealed that beta-hydroxybutyrate has a powerful effect on BDNF and it induces BDNF expression in hippocampal and cortical neurons. So again, fasting is going to help with BDNF production. Number 19 is consider the ketogenic diet. And I'm not a fan of doing the ketogenic diet long-term, but doing some ketosis. Um, but anyway, among the benefits of ketogenic diets, uh, they're shown to have positive effect on BDNF. And the study that evaluated the effects of the ketogenic diet found that it, it could increase the increase BDNF expression, decrease inflammation in the brain, and improve mitochondrial function. So again, kind of intermittent fasting paired with the ketogenic diet for periods of time definitely will help. Number 20 is going to be reduced sugar intake. Obviously, this goes without saying, but I just wanted to throw this in there. So animal studies have found that just two months of iodine diet, high in fat and refined sugars, resulted in reduced levels of BDNF in the brain. Um, so how do you know it's the sugar and not the fact that it affects BDNF? Well, another study found that a diet high in fat actually increases BDNF. So sugar is most likely the cause. And I think there may be something going on there with sugar and fat paired together. Um, but when you eat high amounts of refined sugar over long periods of time, um, it can lead to a host of problems, including type 2 diabetes, which again is going to result in even lower levels of BDNF. So 
And lastly, number 21 is going to be dietary zinc. So zinc is an important mineral that is involved in healthy neuronal and brain activity. Research out um, suggests that zinc supplementation can increase BDNF levels. Um, and most of these studies have been done with rats or mice. Uh, things that you can eat to improve levels of zinc are grass-fed, meats, shellfish, legumes, seeds, and nuts. And I also supplement with a zinc and magnesium supplement at night that I can definitely notice taking helps with just having good levels of sleep and also better brain function. So anyway, those were the 21 ways to increase your levels of BDNF. If you get nothing out of this more than understanding what BDNF is, think about it as miracle grow for your brain. So if there is one protein in our body that's going to help our brain function better to be healthier, make better decisions, and ha have higher cognitive function, it's going to be this BDNF protein. And if you follow even just some of these protocols, you're going to likely have higher levels. And what I always say is it creates a compound effect. So it begets a positive feedback loop in which you feel better and you make better decisions and things in your life get better. So that is it. That is all I have for today. As always, thank you again so much for tuning in. If you like this type of stuff and want to talk about it more, join us in the Enlightened Masculine Fellowship, and I will talk to you guys soon. Peace.